end-time censorship. Is the United Nations Guardian for International Peace and Security statue symbolic of the prophetic beast in Scripture? The law of sin and death and a record number of Jews on the Temple Mount. All in the news. We will analyze these topics and much more while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. Wow, is there anything in the news? Wow, wow, wow. Prophecy happening every day, just so fast. It's hard for us to keep up with it all. But we try, don't we? I want to let you know kind of what's going on here at End Time Ministries, something we've been facing for several years now, but I want to let you in on the inside of what happened last week and this week. Um, We've received many inquiries about why we're not live streaming on YouTube. Our program, many different things. we got stuff all over YouTube, but for the last week we've been cut off, and I want to tell you why. On last Friday, and I will be taking your calls, by the way, uh, the number to reach me, one 363 8463 The number to reach the operators, 1-800-363-8463. And I'll have the guys um, bring up the uh, screen and I can uh, take your calls here in just a moment. So, again, we've received many inquiries about why we're not streaming on YouTube. Well, last Friday... I simply reported on the CBN news article that, and the title of the article was, People are getting vaccine passport microchips embedded in their hands as COVID advances the internet of bodies. We talked about that because in Sweden, there are a lot of people that are getting their vaccine passports put embedded in their hand in the form of a microchip. Well, I talked about the article on air, and just I was just telling what was going on over in Sweden, that there have been many, many, many people doing that. Um, and in Europe, there are thousands of people that have chips embedded in their hand. Well, okay, so listen very closely at this. I finished the program last Friday at 4 p.m. We're on from 3 to 4 um, Central Time. I finished the program at 4 p.m. Central Time at 4.44. So 44 minutes after I finished the program, we received an email from YouTube. And it said, Hi, End Time Incorporated. Our team has reviewed your content. So this was in 44 minutes. And they said, We reviewed your content, and unfortunately... We think it violates our medical misinformation policy 
and we've removed the following content from YouTube. They removed my entire open line program last Friday from YouTube. They said, we know that this might be disappointing, but it's important to us that YouTube is a safe place for all. Okay? If content breaks our rules, we will remove it. If you think we've made a mistake, you can appeal. We'll take a look at it, but keep reading for more materials. Your content violated our policies. The policy is that YouTube doesn't allow claims about COVID-19 vaccinations that contradict expert consensus from local health authorities or the World Health Organization. And they said this, here's how it will affect your channel. Your channel, End Time Ministries YouTube channel, or the end of the age one, now has one strike. You won't be able to do things like upload, post, or live stream for one week. So we were put in like a YouTube jail. A second strike will prevent you from publishing content for two weeks, and three strikes in the same 90-day period will result in your channel being permanently removed from YouTube. This happened last Friday. So we've got so many inquiries. Why people saying, well, hey, I I watch you guys on YouTube. What's going on? Have you went off the air? What happened? No, no, we didn't go off the air. But on YouTube, because I talked about people in Sweden that were embedding their vaccine passport in their hand, somehow or another we violated YouTube's... um, criteria or whatever they, however they uh, judge everybody. And we were put in jail for a week. We were kicked off YouTube for one week. We'll be back on Monday. That's why I wanted to, to mention it today because <laughs> we're not going to be on YouTube any, today anyway. Um, but I just want to let you know what happened. We are still, we do still have a huge presence on YouTube, Facebook, and many, you know, we got social networking sites everywhere. But I just wanted to let you know what was going on because we are being heavily censored. We've been shadow banned uh, we, it, by Facebook and a lot of different other things um, that have happened. And we've lost uh, our, our views and searches and everything have went way down because we've been pushed way back uh, on Google and many things. If you type in End Time Ministries, yes, we will come up on the first page. But if you type in like um, the, the Battle of Armageddon, well, I mean, we teach about it all the time. We're one of the leading people teaching on it, but yet they'll push us back to page 20. Well, most people, if they're searching for something, will go the first one, two, three, maybe four or five pages. And then if you're not on the first four or five, nobody ever gets to you. So our, our searches have went way down because of that. We still have hundreds and hundreds of thousands, but we were way up there. And so just wanted you to know what was going on give you a heads up about end time ministries is being censored by a lot of these things. Uh, and I don't know, but this may be the first time we've ever been kicked off YouTube because of that. And so we wanted you to know what was going on and that we should be back on YouTube on Monday uh, and resume our programming on YouTube. Again, if you follow us on Facebook and all these other sites, Into the Age Plus, all of our programming is on there. That open line uh, would be on our Into the Age Plus platform that many of you have subscribed to. We now have, uh, I don't know, well over 5,000 subscribers to Into the Age Plus. It's awesome, and a lot of people are loving that. And if you'd like to subscribe, you can go to endtime.com and subscribe to Into the Age Plus. But 
I just wanted you to know what was going on from our perspective, why we were censored because of last week's uh, open line program. And I'm going to be, again, I'm getting to your calls uh, just after the break here. We're coming up on a break. one 877 Possibly, I've been asked a lot about this beast that was given to the United Nations. We'll be talking about that. So you got a lot of things coming up. I'll be taking your calls. So uh, I've got some open spots if you'd like to join me and should be having some good conversation on the other side of the break. And uh, don't forget, into the H+, the JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Great ways for you to get a lot of information be, and, and maybe taught all of the lessons that we've taught all these years, bringing you up to speed very quickly. Get seven deals of Christmas starting now. Do you remember that feeling you had as a kid during the holidays? You were so excited you couldn't sleep. What experience and gifts would you receive this year? The atmosphere at End Time is nearly the same. We're excited these seven deals are available through the end of 2021. Why are we so thrilled? Because we know these resources transform lives. And that's even more fun than Christmas, especially in these tough times. For the remainder of 2021, you can get deals like an End of the Age Plus subscription for $9.87 per month or just $99 per year, Jerusalem Prophecy College enrollment for $35 per course, or my personal favorite, our brand new package, Irvin's Last Words. This is a five DVD set that includes Irvin's last sermon, conference, TV show, and radio show valued at over $100, but we're going to give it to you free with a donation of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash Christmas to access these exclusive deals through the end of the year. You can also call 800-END-TIME. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the End Time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you and we love you. I wanted to mention, uh, again, I'll be taking your calls, one 363 8463 It looks like I don't have any calls right now, which is totally abnormal. Uh, I remember one time that Irvin Baxter, just before he passed, he did an open line, and he only got two calls the whole time. And I thought, man, that, how's that even possible? Um, but, hey, that's fine, because I've got tons of information to go over with you. So... The next thing I wanted to talk about was the, and I want these guys to bring up this photo here because you need to see it. The United Nations tweeted out that they had a a, a guardian for international peace and security that this statue that was sitting on the visitor's plaza outside the UN headquarters and that the Guardian is a fusion of a Jaguar and an Eagle, 
and it was donated by the government of Oaxaca, Mexico. And it's created by the artists Jacobo and Maria Angelis. And I have had people blow up my email and because it looks kind of ominous. You, if you, it looks like it's a leopard with eagle's wings. And on, on first glance, it would, rem, it would if you didn't really understand, or maybe you'd, maybe you'd read the prophecy in the Bible and you thought, whoa, I know the United Nations is the seat of world government and look at this beast that somebody's given them. And so now, you know, here we go. Prophecy in the news. I wanted to explain this because I want to make sure that we're not deceived by something that is not. Now, you know, could this be tied into prophecy? I don't think so. And I wanted to make sure everybody knew what was going on for sure. And so I went to the website of the artist that created it. The The artist was Jacobo and Maria Angelis. And at their, at their work on the website... They said that the workshop created two guardians. One is this um, animal that looks like it's a a jaguar with eagle's wings. And then um, another one looks like a dragon. And it says that they created two guardians to live in New York City with the mission of accompanying and protecting all Latin American, Mexican, and Oaxan migrants who live or are about to arrive in the United States looking for a better future for their families. And these two monumental figures are part of the narrative set out in the collection of nomads. These people create all kinds of different statues, dragons, um, all kinds of weird-looking things that are... They, they're called nomads. And um, this... Jaguar with the eagle's wings is one of them that they put at the United Nations. So their website states that the the Jaguar is cautious and strategic. It shows a picture of this on the website. And it says that it's fighting for its pack by day and vigilant by night. So is this beast, if you go to their website, it has nothing to do with Bible prophecy. Is this beast the scriptural beast Located in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13. Well, in Daniel 7, 1 through 7, it states this. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and he told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw my night vision and behold, four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea and four great beasts come up out of the sea Diverse one for another. So four separate beasts. He said, I saw a lion with eagle's wings. Now, I understand that sounds similar to this beast. But then he said, I saw a lion with eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked. It was lifted up, on, lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man. Man's heart was given to it. Behold, another beast, a second like a bear. And it raised itself up on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said, thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. After this, Daniel said, he beheld, and lo, another, a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. 
Now, again, this, is a, this deal at the United Nations is a jaguar with eagle's wings. And it said the, the third beast, the leopard with four wings of a fowl, uh, the beast had four heads and dominion was given to it. And after this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, uh, strong exceedingly, it had great iron teeth, it devoured and broke in pieces, stamped the residue with the feet of it, and it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it. Daniel couldn't liken it to anything he'd ever seen, but he said its main characteristic was it had ten horns. So if you think about the beast, this jaguar with eagle's wings that was given to them by Owaco, Texas, or I'm sorry, Mexico, doesn't quite fit the picture. It, it is similar, but it doesn't quite fit the picture. I've, got, I've had people saying that uh, there are rabbis in Israel that are saying that this is a harbinger and all kinds of stuff. And I just wanted to make sure everybody knew that we don't want to really sensationalize things. I want to make sure that we're telling the absolute truth. I want to do the research and make sure that you guys know the truth. And so that's why we wanted to, um, I wanted to kind of delve into it a little deeper to see what was behind it and make sure that you understood what was going on with this statue that was at the United Nations. Um, You know, at this point, I should say, it does not appear to be prophetic. Um, Now, could I find out something more in the future? Possibly. But from what I can tell, and again, if you think about it in the beast and where it's sitting, now I can tell you that the United Nations is a seat of world government, very prophetic. This beast sitting there does seem to be, that's a little uncanny, got to admit, but it does not align up with the beast. It doesn't have ten horns. It doesn't have uh, the feet of the bear. If we talked about the, the Revelation 13 beast, doesn't have the feet of the bear, doesn't have ten horns. Uh, the eagle's wings are gone off of the Revelation 13 beast. It doesn't have the mouth of the lion, even though the, the, the mouth kind of looks like a lion. It's a jaguar, and it doesn't have ten horns, and so it doesn't really match up with the Revelation 13 beast or, or the beast in Daniel 7. So uh, just wanted to make sure that we're all, you know, Solid on our belief system here and knowing what's going on. Now, if I find out something new in the future, yeah, absolutely. I'll come and tell you about it. But um, I've got people saying, oh, it's a harbinger. We're headed off into the end time. We've been in the end time for years now. And just wanted to make sure. uh, If you have some more information on it that I haven't talked about, let me know. Um, And, you know, then we'll we'll go from there. I greatly appreciate it. DRobbins at endtime.com. Before I get into some of this other, I might go into the Revelation 13 interpretation. Let me take a couple calls. Um, again, the number to reach me, one 363 8463 Let's go to John in Tennessee. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age. Well, hello, Dave. How are you today? I'm doing tremendous. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing excellent. Uh, first, uh, a bit of a comment on what you were said, reinforcing what you said about End of the Age Plus. Yes, sir. I signed on to End of the Age Plus uh, through Roku the minute you launched it, as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. And it has been a wondrous thing. It's an excellent tool. It's got amazing amount of information on it, mm-hmm. all of the DVDs, all of the teachings. Anyone who's hesitant to go on to it, don't do it. 
just go right in there and attach yourself to it. Yeah. And you will not believe the instructional capabilities of that uh, streaming. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, secondly, um, I was wondering if there is some overall uh, website or something that you use that can give people a little more uh, in-depth look at what's going on out there in the world because I don't, I'm not that computer literate. I don't spend that much time on it. Mm-hmm. But if there was a one or two websites that a person could hit that would give us, you know, a little more information about what we're getting, I would really appreciate it. And it's, uh, I can say nothing bad about what your your ministry has been doing, mm-hmm. the way it's been going. You've kept me right on the line and going since I found it. Irvin was, he's just, he brought me out of the dark into the light. Right. And you're continuing everything just like it. And I want to say I appreciate it. Uh, God bless you all up there and keep it up. And I'll just listen to what you have to say. And hopefully everything works out fine. But, and by the way, people got to understand Jesus told us how to react to these things. He said, let not your heart be troubled, for this thing must occur. Yeah. And so, you know, take them with a grain of salt. We know where we're going. You know, we, we're we all working for the good of what's going on, and no matter how much the people that are against God and against Jesus want to talk about it, they have nothing to compare. And we've got the best retirement program of any operation in the world. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll let you go, and have a good day. All right. Thank you. God bless you, my friend. So an overall website that would bring you up to speed on everything. So, I, of course, Into the H Plus would be one of the big ones. Endtime.com, I've got to recommend that, obviously, because we have updated news articles on there daily. Um, we have our store where you can purchase any of the information. That's one of the things, everybody. You could go onto our store and purchase some of the products, or you could go on into the age and get all access to all the products for like 13 bucks a month. Uh, the Revelation commentary is on there. Everything's on there. All of our magazine subscriptions. The end of the age plus, we're looking to put out new programming next year, which would be one of the coolest things, ideas somebody come up with here at end time. There's a guy named Joe Rogan who does a podcast on, he's like one of the top three podcasters on the internet. He does a program where he sits down and just banters back and forth with the guest. He's not talking to the audience. He banters back and forth, and they they can just drill down on subjects, spend time on that. We're talking about doing something like that and launching it on End of the Age, where we could bring in a guest and talk to him about uh, anything, the the pre-post-trib rapture, uh, uh, European superstate, anything like that. So there's a lot of new programming coming. We talked about two or three different ones. All that's going to be on End of the Age Plus. We're not going to launch it on television or something like that because it's horribly expensive. So we're talking about launching it on End of the Age Plus. Everybody that's subscribed to End of the Age Plus would have access to that for like 12 or 13 something a month. So uh, that's one of the great things. Endtime.com. They, there's more than you could ever read or watch on Endtime.com. Go on there and check it out. Uh, and 
as far as other websites that I go to, it depends on the topic. If I want to know about Israel, then I go to uh, Jerusalem Post, Israel National News, which is Arutz Sheva, Channel 7 in, the, in Israel. Um, Israel Hayam, Israel or uh, Times of Israel, Jer- Jewish News Syndicate. Those are ones I hit every day. Debka File. If you want to know what's going on with the Iranian military and things like that, Debka File. Uh, different topics here in the United States to keep me up on top. The things I hit every day, The Blaze with Glenn Beck, Glenn Beck just to try to see what's going on in the news. Uh, different things because you need to hit some conservative websites. If you just hit CNN, things like that, you're not going to really know what's going on. They're so biased, you can't even go there. Just about every once in a while, hit them just to see what the other side's saying. The Blaze with Glenn Black, uh, CNS News, uh, again, Debka File in Israel, uh, Newsmax, um, Bongino Report, Fox News. And when you go to Box, Fox News, uh, you're going to have to pick. You know, some of it's horrible and some of it's okay. So, uh, different things. Uh, Gatestone Institute, uh, Christian Post, LifeSite News, many of them. I try to hit them all every day. If I can, if I, have, if I can get time, those will bring you up to speed real quick on what's going on in the news. And uh, I follow Dennis Prager as much as I can, uh, Ben Shapiro, people like that. Give us a, a good conservative view. Some other people, listen to Larry Elder and some other people on the radio as much as I can. Um, so those are the things, uh, those are the ones that keep me up to speed, really. If I'm looking for a specific topic, then I'll enter in... Um, that like a, a, a search word, like a um, red heifer or temple in Israel, the third temple, anything, uh, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, um, a European super state, World War III, uh, what's going on with the Iran situation, all this other. So if you want to do that, then I look for a specific topic. and then. Uh, but sometimes you got to go back to like the 30th page in Google because if they don't want you to know about it, they just push it all the way back there to what's almost into oblivion. That's how I keep up. And then I've got people all over the world that send me information. That's a big thing. Because I've got a friend in New Zealand that sends me stuff about the almost a totalitarian state that's going on in New Zealand right now. Australia. I've got people in Australia that are letting me know what's going on. I've got a friend of mine, a very close friend that lives in Berlin, Germany. So he's constantly letting me know about the lockdowns in Germany and everything that's going on. Of course, I have a lot of friends in Israel letting me know what's going on in Israel. We've got a college, downtown Jerusalem. We have employees that work there, and we're working with the, um, the missionaries in Israel. I know, I know I'm very inside on what's going on with Israel. So very important. Uh, those are some of the things I go to. Uh, <coughs> when we get back, we'll take some more calls. i got a lot more information. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, End-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. 
when you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99. You can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Okay, welcome back, everybody. I'm going to go straight to the phones. Let's go to Dan in Georgia. God bless Dan. Welcome to End of the Age. Uh, hello, uh, Brother Robbins. Uh, I have two questions. Yes, sir. Um, the first one is in regard to uh, Revelation thirteen twelve. Yeah, where it talks about the false prophet. Mm-hmm. And it, I was reading this this morning. And it caught my uh, eye that it says that he causes the earth and then that dwell in to worship the beast. I, I never realized that it was there, causes the earth to worship the beast. I thought that was unusual, uh, you know, but I, I didn't know if you had any comment or any thoughts on that passage. Um, if you don't, that's fine. I just thought it was something unusual. Yeah. To me, it's talking about the population of the earth there. I don't know if it's saying that the earth will worship him. I don't know how the earth could worship him. Um, and I know... You know the, yeah, go ahead. You, you, know, um, you know, Jesus said that uh, he, if we don't worship him or we don't praise him, then rocks he'll get cry, the yeah. rocks to do it. Right, right. So that, that's just... That's just something very interesting, and uh, yeah. I don't know what it means, but I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. Uh, the other question I have uh, was on regard to Daniel twelve eleven, mm-hmm. and this this has always confused me because it, it talks about or it says from the uh, the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away and the abomination of desolation set up, there should be 1,290 days. To me, that's telling me that from the day the daily sacrifice is taken away, then there will be 1,290 days and the abomination until the abomination of desolation. It just It just says that they are from that time until this point, It'll be 1,290 days. I know you don't teach that, uh, but it's always been confusing to me. Yeah, so you said that you believe that it's saying from the time the daily sacrifice is taken away that it'll be 1,290 days until the abomination of desolation? 
Yes. Okay. Right. So I mean, doesn't that? If you read it, that's that's exactly what it's saying. Well, it says, and from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate is set up, there shall be twelve hundred and ninety days. So it, I don't think it's saying from the time that the sacrifice is taken away that there's going to be 1,290 days until the abomination of desolation because the, the sacrifice is being taken away happens at the time of the abomination of desolation. The Antichrist. Yeah, so what's going to happen? Yeah, if you understand the final seven-year timeline, this is one of those, Dan, where you've got to look at every scripture that pertains to this verse to understand it. And if you understand the final seven-year timeline, there's going to be a peace agreement signed that starts the final seven years. Then during the first three and one-half years, the temple's going to be rebuilt, a third temple. Then once they get the temple rebuilt, they'll resume sacrifices. And the Bible says the Antichrist will cause those sacrifices to cease. The Antichrist is not going to come on the scene and be revealed until the abomination of desolation occurs. When he comes on the scene, he's going to cause the sacrifices to cease. He's going to stand in the temple and say, Hey, you don't need these sacrifices. I'm God here. The Bible says he's going to blaspheme God and he's going to claim to be God himself. And then that starts the final three and one half years of that final seven year period. So I don't think that it's saying here the sacrifices will be ceased and then 1,290 days till that, I think that it's saying that the sacrifices will cease, the abomination of desolation will occur, and then there's going to be 1,290 days. Now, what the, because the Bible talks about many places where there's three and a half years, 1,260 days or three and a half year period. What the extra days are here, the extra 30 days and the extra 45, the 1,335th day, we do not claim to understand what that extra time I know that's when the Battle of Armageddon happens. And Irvin Baxter, I, I heard him talk many times about it's possible that that could be the length of the Battle of Armageddon. However, I don't claim to understand this portion of the prophecy, but I don't, in, in my opinion, I don't think it's saying that the sacrifice will be taken away and then there's going to be 1,290 days until the abomination of desolation because of all the other prophecy that ties into this and how it all lays out. Okay. Yeah. Well, I knew you. Yeah, I knew you taught that that yes. way. And but it just seems that that the way it's worded there, it's, it's saying something different. But yeah, uh, I, I know based on everything else, uh, those it, it, that will start that event will start those last three and a half years. But it just yeah, the way it's worded just is a little strange. But yeah, understood. Uh, I mean, in other words, for it to be. For that scenario to play out like you're saying, the sacrifices would have to start before the final seven years starts. Yep. And so I, I, I don't really see that happening because I think they, they're going to need to rebuild. Now, you know, they're going to need to build the temple, get a red heifer, which they're trying to do, and then um, they would resume sacrifices at that point. You know, that... you. Th- in other words, for that scenario to play out, they would have to build, to resume sacrifices prior to a peace agreement being signed. I think if they tried mm-hmm. to do that, we'd be in World War III tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. That, that's good. Uh, yeah. 
right, that's all I had. All right. Thanks for your help. All right. Well, thank you very much. God bless you, my friend. Ah, man, I love talking about these scriptures. This is awesome. Uh, let's go to Sam in Texas. God bless Sam. Welcome to End of the Age. Yes, hello, Sam. Are you with me? Hello, Sam. Hello. Hey, uh, sorry about that. That's okay. Uh, I, I had read, um, and I didn't research, back research it, but Germany's coming in with some new uh, leaders, and they were saying that they want to make it one super state, uh, Europe. Right. And that's why uh, England wanted to get out, because they were afraid that Germany wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, solidify the, the Holy Roman Empire theory, or does it weaken it? No, so it helps to solidify that. The okay. Bible says, if you, so if you understand Daniel 7, the Bible says that uh, the leopard was given dominion. The leopard is the most, or the Germany, which that symbolizes the nation of Germany, that's the most dominant country in Europe by far. They are right. one of the ones. So a few weeks ago, I talked about a two-tiered Europe. Nations yeah. that wanted to be, to fully yield their sovereignty to the parliament building in Brussels, Belgium, and have a full-on European superstate. And then there are other nations, which obviously this is what led to Brexit, that said, whoa, 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 we're not willing to yield up our sovereignty um, as much as, like, let's say a Germany is willing to. And so they're talking, the Europe's talking about a two-tiered system. What Germany wants is they want everyone on board. They don't want the two-state situation. They want a European superstate which would be like a um, symbolic of like a world governing body, but in Europe. That's what they want. And Europe is pushing for that. And this new leadership here, the guy's name is Olaf Scholz. He's the one pushing for uh, a, a sovereign Europe or a, 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 you know, possibly a European, you could call it a European super state maybe. So that's what's going on here. But it, it aids in the fulfillment of the of Bible prophecy because the Bible says the leper was given dominion. That's Germany. Yeah. And then um, it, it's all, it also talks about the unification of Europe as a whole, which will be the leader of the end-time world government, the Holy Roman Empire revived. This is going right, it's leading us right down that pathway. Um, and it's a great point that you brought it up. I was actually studying that a little bit right before I come on the air. So, yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, when you said that the leper was given dominion, they gave me uh, goosebumps. <laughs> That's yeah, amazing. absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, we're headed right, right down the path, my friend. Okay, buddy. Bye. All right. God bless you. Let's go to um, Sandra in Ohio. God bless Sandra. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi. How are you, Dave? I'm doing tremendous. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, the reason for my call is um, I was watching Rick Steves Europe. I don't know if you know who he is. He's a famous travel show host. Um, mm-hmm. public television, yeah, and he recently did a show this week on Create TV, um, and he went into, quote-unquote, Palestine. He said Palestine became its own country in 2014, and he said something about the United Nations sanctioned it, and he stated that um, though they wanted Jerusalem to be their capital, another city right now is acting as their capital, um, and I was just wondering your take on that as um, other people in the world that are saying it's already a two separate state. Yeah, so at this point, 
Palestine. I don't know, you know, I'd have to watch the program to know what the guy's talking about in full context. At this time, Palestine is not a state. What they want to do is to become a state, and this is what Donald Trump was talking about doing and giving them a capital in, he was saying, East Jerusalem, but with over the the line. So there's a big border there that separates like Bethlehem. There's a big uh, barrier fence. He was saying giving them a capital on the other side of the barrier fence, not in Jerusalem proper over here. And so that's what Donald Trump was talking about doing is making them a Palestinian state, uh, two states. The two-state solution is all about two states side by side, an Israeli state and a Palestinian state. At this time, Palestine is not a state. I believe there are a, an observer, observer member at the United Nations, but I don't think they're a Palestinian state yet. So I would have to watch that program and see the context the guy was saying because they, Palestine hasn't never, has never been a state. I, I'm not 100% sure what the guy would be talking about. I'd have to see the program. Okay, it's on Create TV. I'm sure you can go to a PBS station and look for it and, you know, his tours. And it was on this week on Create TV. Yeah. Uh, give me the, give me the guy's name much. again. Rick, R-I-C-K, Steve, S-T-E-V-E-S. And it's usually Rick Steve's Europe. Okay. He did a special on Palestine and Israel. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you with confidence that Palestine's not a state yet. Um, if they were a full-on state, this whole thing uh, would be, you know, we'd be a long way towards the whole thing being settled. They're not a state yet. They do have autonomous, there's our, there are autonomous situations. If you understand how the West Bank has been divided up in areas A, B, C, and things, but they do, and they, they rule some of that, but they do not have a, a full-on state yet. The two-state solution would create a state for them, and the Jews that live out there would be allowed to live out there as a Jewish minority. None of that's happening right now. So I'm not sure what the guy's talking about when he says the Palestinian state, because they're not a full-on state yet. They would love statehood. At this point, they do not have that. All right. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you for the call, Sandra. Uh, God bless you, my friend. Now, I got some open lines, 877-363-8463. Let me go back really quick to the interpretation of the... I went through the first beast in um, Daniel chapter 7, showing this beast on the, in the United Nations. Daniel saw four beasts, lion with eagle's wings, a bear, four-headed leopard, ten-horned beast. But Revelation, and this beast at the United Nations is not any of those beasts. Similar, but it's not. However, the beast in Revelation 13, totally different beast. And we'll talk about that beast when we get back from the break because I want to make sure you guys all know there's a lot going on in the news about this beast. I want to make sure you know the truth. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. 
We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So, really quick, the Revelation 13, the Revelation 13 beast. We're talking about this beast in front of the United Nations. In Revelation 13, John saw a singular beast. He said it had the body of the leopard, which a lot of people would, you know, would say, well, hey, that's close to a jaguar, which is what the beast is in front of the United Nations. Body of the leopard, the feet of the bear, mouth of the lion, ten horns of the ten horn kingdom, um, and it's, it's, it, it could be maybe similar to this beast. The beast at the front of the United Nations has this, uh, it's, it's a uh, very colorful leopard or a jaguar, which has eagle's wings. It is weird looking. I will give you that. But go to the website of the people that built the structure, that carved the statue or however they made it, and look at the other beasts and different things that they've made. You can see why, wow, I understand why it's so weird looking. Because they've got dragons. They've got all kinds of weird looking animals on there. And they're not talking about anything about Bible prophecy. They're talking about these things being nomads and the protector of nations and all kinds of crazy stuff. So the thing is, is that um, I don't think the beast... And the, 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 uh, this beast in front of the United Nations on the surface has anything to do with prophecy. Um, again, we might find out something different next week at this point. The only reason I'm talking about it is because I got lamb blasted. My email exploded and I thought, what in the world's going on? And uh, when I saw the pictures, I thought, yeah, I can kind of see how people would think that might be prophetic. But I wanted to make sure you understand what the beasts were in, Re- in Daniel 7 and Revelation 13, and how you could kind of say, well, they look a little similar, but they're not the beast that is in front of the United Nations. Now, if that beast was a seven-headed, ten-horned beast and it was red, then I, I would be flying to New York to take pictures of it right now and maybe do some radio programming up there or something. I'd do some television programming because then you're talking very prophetic. It's nothing like that. So, just want to make sure that everybody knew what was going on. Okay, let's go to Mike in Florida. God bless Mike. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Dave. How you doing? I am doing tremendous. How are you doing, sir? Doing great. Thanks for taking my call. First time caller. Yes. So, I love your program. Um, just had a quick question about uh, every time I've been listening to your program and we're talking about the... Uh, Abomination of desolation. We say we'll know for sure when that that that's the Antichrist. Yes. And I was just wondering, you know, um, is that the only time we'll know? Because earlier in the scripture, it talks about how he's going to set up the, uh, you know, the covenant, uh, you know, the peace agreement. Yes, sir. Um, and so, wouldn't we know him then too? Well, so the reason that we say he is that we will know him for sure 
It's because the Bible tells us when He's revealed. The Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 3, or chapter 2, I'm going to start with 1. We beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, our gathering you together unto Him, that you be not soon shaken in mind, troubled neither by spirit or by word or by letters from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there comes a falling away first, and the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. It says he's revealed at this point. What point? The Bible says, He opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God or that is worship, so that he as God sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. That's going to be the abomination of desolation. The Bible says that that event is when he's revealed. Now, that's why we teach that he's revealed at the abomination of desolation. You make a good point that the Bible says in Daniel 9.27, He, which is the Antichrist, will confirm a covenant with many for a final seven-year period. Why won't we know who he is at that point? Because you must understand international community um, negotiations. When that peace agreement is signed, the Bible says he will confirm the covenant with many. The Antichrist will certainly be involved. He will be a European politician that is involved in getting that thing across the finish line. There is a possibility that we can narrow it down to just a few people. But there will be hundreds of politicians involved. This is going to be one of the biggest agreements ever signed. It will be one of the biggest prophecies fulfilled in the last 2,000 years since since the first coming of Jesus Christ. So the Antichrist will be a European politician involved. He will probably be one of hundreds of politicians involved in getting the thing confirmed. Because think about this, Mike. The international community is going to have to accept a new Palestinian state and the final borders of Israel and this this, uh, agreement that's going to be signed. So there's going to be hundreds of politicians involved. Will we know who the Antichrist is? I don't believe we will. We might have a good idea, but there's no way I can come on the radio and pinpoint and say, hey, this guy's the one, because I'd have to weed through all the politicians that will be involved in that and say, this guy's the one. I mean, the United, the United Nations is going to approve of it as well. And so it's going to, you know, the, the Palestinian state, the caller earlier, they will be a state at that point. They will be a member of the United Nations. And so the United Nations is going to be on board. For us to pick out one of those individuals and say, he's the guy, that's going to be very hard to do. However, three and a half years later, when one of those politicians is the head over the world government, and he stands, because you realize by this point, the Six Trumpet War will have occurred, it, the peace agreement will be signed, the, um, most of the nations will have yielded up their sovereignty to a one world governing body, there will be a leader of that, whoever that guy is that stands in a rebuilt Jewish temple causes the sacrifices to cease, and says, hey, you don't need these things, I'm God. And he stands in a rebuilt Jewish temple. Okay, now, you've narrowed everybody down to one guy. He's the leader of the world government. He stands in a temple, proclaims to be God. Okay, now that's the guy. That's the time I can go on the radio and TV and say, whoa, 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 you know, newsflash. So-and-so politician is the Antichrist. You you see how everything's going to play out, Mike? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just, I kind, of, I kind of felt like that, you know, because the way the Bible says he's going to get this covenant, that we'll kind of, 
you know, I know there'll be a lot of people involved. Yeah. But, like, he's going to be the one pushing it. You, you know what I mean? And no, then you got uh, the false prophets also is going to be helping them out, right? So, I don't know. just what I thought, but I, I, yeah. your definition All definitely right. makes sense on why you say it. It's just, I just was kind of curious. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I totally agree, and I appreciate the call because it, it's a great thought. And, Mike, again, we may be able to narrow it way down to maybe, uh, you know, 10 guys sitting at a, at a uh, conference table. I mean, at this point, I don't know for sure how all that's going to play out, but I do know how the abomination of desolation is going to play out. And so, and the Bible says that's when he's revealed. So there's going to be so many politicians involved in the beginning, you know, it's going to be impossible. But I guarantee you I'll have a list of about five or ten guys that we're going to follow because it won't be very long after that that one of them is going to be the leader of the world government. He's going to take control, and we're going to, you know, we're going to, I'll be talking about it, me and Doug and Vince will be talking about it every day on the radio. Hey, folks, are you, do you understand what's going on? The Six Trumpet Wars happened. They signed a peace agreement. So-and-so's taking, he's going to usurping authority over the world government. Israel's building their third temple. I mean, Mike, this stuff, this stuff is fixing to happen right now. And so... Once we start seeing these things, yeah, we're going to know who the guy is, but I, I can't say 100% for sure until he stands in that temple and proclaims to be God. Then we're going to know. That sounds good, All right. man. I appreciate it. Very thank good, my very friend. Much. God bless you, appreciate and thank you for program. the call. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Sharon in Oklahoma. God bless Sharon. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi, Dave. How are you? Hey, I was wondering if uh, you heard the other day about Archbishop uh, Regano, I think it's his last name. Had you heard his video that he come out warning the people that there was that this Pope was involved in the New World Order and that uh, he was warning people that there was going to be a cyber attack and a uh, financial attack? Um, Did you hear anything about it? Well, so I have not seen... Uh, well, I don't know. I've watched a lot of videos from... You're talking about Archbishop Vingano? Brigano or something like yeah. that. I think we're talking about on, the same guy. Yeah, well, so, yeah, he was on the Frank speech the other night. Do you ever watch that Brandon House that's on there? No, not for sure. I don't think I've seen the video you're talking about. However... What, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me what you know. Well, what I'm saying is, is that I know... Beyond a shadow of a doubt, Pope Francis involved involved in the one world government system. There's no doubt about that. I mean, every pope from Vatican Council II back in the early 60s has advocated for and called for in their encyclicals a one world governing body, a, a, a global political authority. They've all, every single one. And so Pope Francis is one of the leading ones. His entire encyclical, uh, Laudato Si, you've heard that talked about lately, it was all devoted mm-hmm. to... The scare, tech, scare tactics of human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change. But in the end, he said, to, to manage all of this mess, we need a true global political authority to manage all of it, a world government. He called for a world government. He's also involved in the implementation of socialism globally because he is involved now. There, there's many things, but he's involved with a, um, a group called the Council for Inclusive Capitalism, which is ran by um, a, a Rothschild, 
And I, I think cause her, her name's Linda Forrester Rothschild. And she's involved in moving the world off of shareholder capitalism onto stakeholder capitalism, which is simply another way of saying the government wants to be intrusive into your business and um, you shouldn't be able to run your business. The government should have a say. The, the community as a whole should have a say in how you run a business and how the profits are equally distributed. It's wealth redistribution. The Pope's on board with it with the um, Council for Inclusive Capitalism. There are many things he's involved in. Um, pushing, driving the, the one world government's propaganda of human-induced global warming, which leads to climate change. That's what his encyclical was about. So there are many ways he's involved in the one world governing system. I haven't seen the video you're referring to, but, uh, you know, um, I, I do really know what the guy's surprise. saying is true. I'm sorry? You know, it, it shocked me to hear him come out so boldly, you know, yeah. saying that he was on for a cyber attack. And he right. was acting like it was going to happen soon. Yeah, I, I believe the, the bishop, archbishop you're talking about all, it has many articles on a website called LifeSite News. If you uh-huh. go there, he's, always, he's got many articles on there about the, um, what's going on with the Pope and how he's pushing for one more religion, one more government. I've seen many articles on there over the last, I don't know, probably year by this archbishop, and um, I was kind of shocked that he's so vocal about it, but um, yeah. he absolutely has been, yeah. Okay, well, I just wondered if you'd know, if you knew. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very well aware very well aware of that situation, yeah. Okay. Thanks, All right, All right. thank weekend. you, Sharon. God bless you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've also heard reports, everybody, that the Pope, uh, they don't expect him to live much longer. Now, I need to drill way down into that, but I've heard a lot of them. I saw an article on Newsmax where they've um, considered a a conclave because he's not doing too well. So I don't know. Um, He, you know, obviously he's getting elderly. Don't think he's the false prophet. I think there's another guy coming or maybe two. I don't know at this point, but I know the prophecies always come to pass. There's going to be a world religion, a world government. There's going to be a world leader and a leader of the false religious system. We're watching it all come to pass right now. God bless each and every one of you. Have a great weekend. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at one 800 end time That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.